Today in Canadian history for March 11th, I'm Mark Affo. Richard Blanchard, the first governor of the colony of Vancouver Island, arrived on the island for the first time on this date back in 1850. This is interesting because Blanchard had been appointed governor eight months earlier by the British government. You see, politicians in England had originally considered appointing chief agent of the Hudson's Bay Company, James Douglas, to be governor, but decided against this. However, eventually Douglas would become governor, following Blanchard's resignation one and a half years later. To learn more, I spoke with John Adams, historian and author of Old Square Toes and His Lady, The Life of James and Amelia Douglas. What did Blanchard expect to find prior to his arrival on Vancouver Island? Well, difficult to say exactly because um, he did leave some letters, um, but not detailed letters about what he thought and saw when he actually arrived here. Um, He had been a a career uh, diplomat. He had served in a few minor positions in other colonies. And it seems that he probably was hoping to get something a little bit better the governor of a new and small colony was not a great position, but it would be a stepping stone to something bigger. So that's probably why he accepted it. It's, it's, it's unlikely that he really knew much about the place because it was still fairly new. And uh, even the maps and charts weren't all that exact. So he probably had a vague idea where he was going. Um, he came by boat to the Isthmus of Panama, came across by land, and then uh, a Royal Navy ship, the driver brought him up to Victoria. Uh, Victoria at that time was a Hudson's Bay Company fur trading post, uh, created in 1843, still fairly small, and uh, just a wooden palisade around it and log buildings inside facing the harbor. There were a few farming establishments around, but really very little else. And so that's what Blanchard arrived at. And who knows what he really thought he would come to. I suspect he probably thought he was going to something a little bit more built up as a city. He actually had not um, arranged to have a salary. This is one of those odd situations. Um, He was to come here as governor for five years, and he was to live on the rent from land that he was going to be given, about 1,000 acres. And his this shows how far off the mark he was. Um, He imagined that uh, this was cleared farmland, and he would rent it out to the settlers. Well, it turns out, first of all, that the 1,000 acres wasn't going to be his permanently. It was just going to be on loan to him while he was governor. It was heavily timbered. It wasn't very far from the fort, but it was heavily timbered. Much of it was swamp and rock to begin with. And there were no settlers at all. And so he had no salary, but his plan for income was completely uh, quashed when he got here. And so um, he basically had no income and was living on his own resources. So it seems that he wasn't quite sure exactly what he was getting himself into. Does Blanchard have much of a legacy on Vancouver Island today? Uh, The legacy of Blanchard is is really a rather odd one, because if you were to stop people on the street in Victoria, where where he lived, um, they might have heard his name. They might not know his first name, but they might have known the name Blanchard, mainly because there's a main street running through downtown Victoria called Blanchard Street. But if you were to ask people who was Blanchard, most people wouldn't know who he was at all. They might have some vague idea that he was somebody from the past. They wouldn't even know he was governor, perhaps. But um, he was here a total of 18 months. Uh, During that time, he really did nothing of a permanent nature. Although it might seem that Richard Blanchard didn't really do a whole lot as governor, there were later attempts to celebrate a Blanchard Day. John Adams explains. 
the um, the day, uh, March eleventh, um, uh, was uh, is is Blanchard Day. So March the eleventh is Blanchard Day. Let's put it that way. Uh, but most people don't know that. Um, it's one of those arcane historical events that uh, most historians pass over. In uh, the period around 1950 or thereabouts, the Victoria Historical Society uh, thought that they would make a little bit of a deal of Blanchard Day uh, on the mainland at a place called Fort Langley, Douglas Day, November the 19th, um, 1858, the day that James Douglas was sworn in as governor of the colony of British Columbia, was marked. And so I think the people on Vancouver Island thought, well, we can we can do better. We were a colony before British Columbia was. So we will celebrate the swearing in of the first or the arrival of the first governor, March the 11th. Never quite took off. They they had a tea party and they they had a few speeches and things like that, but it it, it fizzled out after a year or two. So uh, Blanchard Day is not one of those days that is is well known, but uh, March March the 11th is the date. Today is a day full of Canadian history. Halifax was incorporated as a city on this day back in 1841, and on this day in 1919, the province of Quebec held a referendum on the sale of alcohol. 70% of voters voted in favor of allowing the sale of alcoholic beverages. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CGSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher, and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cgsw.com slash today in Canadian history. Here's an interesting Canadiana fact for you. According to the Canadian Encyclopedia, after Quebec rejected the idea of prohibition, it became known as the sinkhole of North America. I don't know if this bothered the province, however, because tourists flocked to historic old Quebec, and Quebec's government made huge profits off the sale of booze. So basically, it was a sinkhole full of money. <laughs>